Welcome to the Police Fit Podcast, where applicants and serving officers can learn how to smash their fitness test and regain their health. With over 11 years experience in the fitness industry and 17 years service in the military and as a first responder, your host, Brad Williams, shares his experience and expertise in helping applicants get their dream job and serving members regain their health. Learn how to increase your health and fitness with actionable steps for first responders by a first responder. So please enjoy this episode of the Police Fit Podcast. G'day guys, welcome to another episode of the Police Fit Podcast. Now, this is my third time trying to record this podcast. So I went all the way through and then my recording program deleted it. And then the second time I went all the way through and my microphone didn't work. So I'm pretty fucking pumped about that. Give you the hot tip. All right. So uh, just just firstly, um, applications for our one-to-one coaching program open up again on Monday. I'll put a link in the show notes below. So if that's something you're interested in, let me know, reach out if you want any more details, all the infos on the, in the um, application form, um, all the price, what's involved, etc., is all in there. So uh, first question from Brad. Great name, by the way, Brad. Um, how do you change your mindset regarding diet? I have an incredibly bad sweet tooth. Um, I don't know how to shift my mind onto eating better. Susan um, added on to this question and said, I need help with that too. How do you not feel like a failure, even if you have a treat, even if you're eating well, like 90% of the time? All right, so they're two kind of separate questions. One, um, how do you get started? And the second one's how do you maintain? So first things first, work out what your goal is or what you're trying to achieve. Where does, where does your training and where does your nutrition fit into that? And how what does your nutrition need to look like to reach these goals? Now, basically... Say, for example, and we'll, and we'll tie in um, Susan's question as well here. Say, for example, your goal is to lose, say, 20 kilos in 20 weeks. Now, to reach those goals, say you've decided, okay, I'm going to need to eat 90% well. So say you're having three meals a day, seven days a week, 90% well means you have two cheat meals. Now... One thing to do, it's good to say that and have a goal, but you need to be able to track it. You need to be able to stay accountable to it. So whether you do that by yourself or you hire a coach or do it with a friend or whatever, it doesn't matter, but you need to stay accountable to it. So that's um, that's basically the two quick ways to get into it is basically have have your goals, work out what your goals are and work out where does your nutrition fit into these goals and what you need to do with your nutrition um, to achieve these goals. And you know, how do you, how do you not feel like a failure? You, you plan, you plan your nutrition into it. So basically for myself, I know that generally on a night shift, I'll have pizza one of the nights. Um, I do night shift two nights out of every eight nights out of every eight days. So what's out of every eight days? So oh, tired after fucking doing two podcasts already. <laughs> one, um, one out of every eight days. I know I'm eating a pizza. Now, they're pretty good pizzas, but what I will do is during the day, I'll eat less food. I'll train more during the day to allow for that pizza at night. So although I'm not eating well, I'm still, I've still programmed that into my nutrition, my nutrition plan. Um, and I have a very relaxed nutrition plan to be honest. I basically, I just follow my habits based program that I run with our clients. Um, but I'm pretty cruisy with it. 
Um, I know what I need to do to stay around the weight I'm at and to train at the intensity that I train at. Um, I've been doing it for long enough now. I can just kind of do it off feel. Um, I don't need to track it anymore. Um, but at the start, you will need to track it. Something to remember, it, it, it's like anything, it's a process, okay? You will fail, you will you'll eat well, then you'll slip up, then you'll eat well, then you'll slip up. Same as training, you'll train well, then you'll stop training for a bit, then you'll train well and you stop training for a bit. Don't try and be 100% because if you think you're going to be 100%, you'll fail. And then when you fail, you get so down on yourself that you won't restart again. Now, the biggest thing is understanding like you will fucking fail. So if you know that, what you want to do, what a goal should be is each time minimizing the impact. So say you train and nutrition's on point for six weeks and then you derail yourself and you're out of it for six weeks. Then you get back on, you're training well for six weeks. Then you start to derail yourself. You Your goal should be to try and pick yourself back up before that six-week mark. Now, I've been doing this for long enough now that basically I know when I derail myself, it'll be like four days. I'll be out of training. I'll be eating shit for four days and I'll be like, fucking idiot, need some of my life. I'll get back into it. But that's only because I've derailed myself so many times through my training, my training life. Like I've been training... I'm 36 now. I've been training consistently since I was like four, 16. Um, so what's that? 36, 16, 20 years. There you go. Um, so I've over that time, I've had periods of not training when I've derailed myself. But because I've been doing it for so long and I can identify it so quickly now, those times of non-training are less and less and less. Um, the other thing is like... <clears throat> and. I'm not having a crack at you, Brad. Um, you've asked a question, so I'm going to address it. But I'm talking to myself as well, and I'm talking to a lot of other people I've spoken to who say, um, I have a bad sweet tooth, or I'm very picky. I'm very picky with my food. Um, you know, I can't lose weight because I'm so picky with my food. Be a fucking adult. Like, it's just... It's just a fucking bullshit excuse. It's a bullshit lie that we tell ourselves to give ourselves a get out of jail free card for eating shit. Like saying, oh, oh, I just have a, I have a bad sweet tooth, so I can't control it. You can fucking control it. You're just saying you've got a bad sweet tooth because your little lie you tell yourself to make yourself feel better about going off the rails. Now, I, and I'm not, I'm not saying this, I'm not on a fucking ivory tower saying this, like, I do this as well with lollies. Okay, I'll open in my mindset. I'm like, if I open up a bag of lollies, I finish them. That's it. So I don't have lollies in the house. So I need to make a really, really conscious effort that if I do open up a bag of lollies, I have like three or four lollies and I put it away. Because I do, I lie to myself and I say that fucking bullshit excuse of, you know, when I open up a bag of lollies, I have to finish it. Like, I don't have to fucking finish it. No one does. All right. So that whole like, Oh, I'm I'm just so so picky with my food. Like, be a fucking adult and eat what you need to eat to achieve what you want to achieve. Like saying that, oh, I'm you know I've I have a bad sweet tooth or, you know, I'm really picky with my food. It's just it's just honestly just bullshit lies we tell ourselves, you know, to give ourselves a get out of jail free card. Okay, so just stop fucking lying to yourself. And I'm I'm not saying <coughs> I'm perfect because I'm far from it, and I do this as well. But it's something I need to catch myself at times and be like, oh, stop fucking lying to yourself, Brad, you fucking idiot. 
and not, I'm not talking to you, Brad Matthew. I'm talking to myself, Brad. Like I do, I catch myself on this sometimes, you know, and other times I don't. But yeah, just understand that fucking the I've got a bad sweet tooth. I'm really picky with my nutrition. Like, what are you fucking eight years old? Like, I'm really picky with my food. Like, eat what you need to eat to achieve your goals. Okay. Anything outside of that, you're just fucking lying to yourself. Okay. So it's I'm not having a crack at you. I'm having a crack at myself just as much. Uh, it's just something to think about. And you know, you just Think about where you want to be, like what goals do you want to achieve? What do you need to do training and nutrition wise to achieve them? And what type of person do you need to be to to achieve those goals? Like the person I am now and the business I've built, you know, the people we have helped, the relationship I have with my wife, the relationship I have with my kids, the relationship I have with my friends, my family, you know, the person I am now to achieve all those things is not the person I was five years ago. Okay, it's probably not even the fucking person I was 12 months ago. Okay, so you need to look at it and go, okay, I'm 20 kilos overweight, okay? If I want to lose 20 kilos, what do I need to do with my training? What do I need to do with my nutrition? What do I need to do to achieve those goals? And who is the person I need to be to be 20 kilos lighter? Because it's not the fucking person you are now or else you'd be 20 kilos lighter already. Okay. You know, if you want to, if you want to make more money, if you want to have a certain level of wealth, okay, what, where do I, where do I want to get to? Okay. What habits do I need to implement to get there? And what type of person do I need to be when I'm there? Because the person you are now is not the person you need to be when you are there. Okay. You need to change. You need to grow. You need to develop yourself. Okay. So it's just something to think about. Take a step back. Look in the mirror, be honest with yourself, stop fucking lying to yourself and work out who is the person that you need to be to be where you want to be. Okay, just think about that one. All right, next one's from Susan. This one's for me um, asking me personally, what do I aim for in terms of type of training per week? i.e. do you try and get three strength, three cardio, three jujitsu in? Um, what do I find is the optimum mix? So currently I'm doing the Couch to 10K program. Um, if you haven't heard of it, it's a great one. If you just want to get into running, just in general, um, great program. If you're training for the beep test or training for something specific, not a good program, okay? Unless, you're, unless your specific goal is to run 10Ks. <laughs> All right, it's a great program for that. But if you've got other goals like the beep test, you need to do your 1.5 mile run, etc. not a good program, okay? So don't do it if that is your goal. Okay, my goal, so my wife wanted to do it. She goes, oh, let's download the Couch to 10K app. I said, yep, great idea. Let's do it together. Um, I've continued doing it because I fucking hate running. I hate it. I'm not okay at it. I'm not that good at it though. It is a massive mental barrier for me. Now, by doing it, it's it's me, it's building that resilience. Now, I'm not doing it for the fitness aspect of it. Like, yeah, I'm getting fitter along the lines, but I'm not doing it for the fitness side of it. I'm doing it for that mental resilience side of it, that, you know, building building that, that mental barrier I have around running. Um, and it's like that, and everyone jokes about it, but I'm legitimately, like I'll run on a treadmill and I will think it's 15 minutes and I'll look at the timer. It's been 15 fucking seconds. Like everyone's been there before, but for some reason, it's just like tenfold for me. So that's a massive, massive mental thing for me. Like, 
So I'm continuing doing this program just to build that resilience piece around running. Um, I try not to have any weak areas in my training. Um, you know, I try and be a well-rounded athlete, try and strength, conditioning, you know, cardiovascular fitness, everything. I try and try and be good at everything. Like you can't peak at everything at the same time, but running was a big, big mental barrier for me and I really lacked in that. So it's something that I'm doing just to build that, build that part, build that part up. Um, but with that in saying that I am doing it, but I'm only doing the runs at nine Ks an hour because I can do them quite comfortably as far as like um, muscular and my fitness, I can do them quite comfortably and it's not impacting my other training because it's not my training goal, but mentally it's still a massive barrier for me. So I'm still getting my desired training outcome for the running, which is that mental resilience and I'm getting some additional cardio in as well. All right, but that's what it's more more so there for me now is that mental resilience, building that piece up. You know, if I was doing it for the cardio side of it or for that that as physical aspect of it, I'd be cutting back on my other training a lot more and I'd be doing it probably 10, 11, 12 Ks an hour, um, consistent runs rather than nine. Um, but that that's not my training goal for it. Um, it's more of a mental side. Um, normally, like for me, a my optimum week is, you know, six six sessions a week and that'll consist of three jujitsu sessions two strength and conditioning and two hypertrophy like muscle building um or cardio kind of sessions um currently my training has been two to three jujitsu sessions a week now in saying that too like my like this week i didn't do any jujitsu next week i'll do two sessions maybe if i'm lucky um, and the reason for that is we, at my, at my club, they run, um, AM, AM class, lunchtime, then a nighttime class. Um, I only do the mornings and lunchtimes just because that night that's the time I get to spend with the family. Now the kids are at school. Um, and it's time I get to spend with my wife, both shift workers. So when we do have the night off together, I don't want to fuck off and go train. I want to hang out with her. So that's something that I need to it does impact my training around jiu-jitsu, um, but it's a it's something that I need to do um, to balance um, the other areas of my life, being the relationship with my wife and my family. So as everyone knows, it's always a balancing act, but at the moment, my jiu-jitsu hasn't been as consistent as I would like it to be, um, but it's just through um, the shift work and trying to balance that life out. But optimum perfect world, three jiu-jitsu per week, two strength and conditioning, one to two hypertrophy or cardio. But currently, um, you know, two to three jiu-jitsu sessions per week, three to four runs and one to two resistance, strength and conditioning, hypertrophy sessions. Um, I just find that's a good a good split for me. I try and do 300 sessions per year. So I track all my sessions. I track a lot of things. Um, I track... Um, Oh, I'll do a little little side tangent here. I'll just quickly talk about what I do track, just so um, so you know. So basically, I break my life up into um, family, fitness, and finances. So family is basically my immediate family, um, my wife, and then the other side of family is like extended family, friends. So make sure I maintain all those relationships. Um. Finances is, you know, business and income savings. 
um, fitness is training and nutrition. So the way I track all those three um, and then break them down into those subcategories is I track my training, um, how many sessions I do per day, um, or if I don't do a session that day, I track my training and what the breakdown is of that for jujitsu. Um, I try and do 300 sessions a year. I track greens, so my um, a greens powder supplements. That that covers off my for um, fitness. That covers off my training and nutrition. Those two things. Um, and then the next one's messages. So I send my wife an appreciation message every day. Um, and that could be as simple as, Hey, thanks for doing the dishes. Just something to know that she's appreciated or I might just be an, I love you or whatever it is. Um, so that's obviously that, um, family side of it. And then also, um, active service. So what that is, is I'll do something to make the wife's life easier. So whether that's, um, make the kids lunches for the next day, do the dishes. Um, and, and look at the end of the day, you might be sitting there going, yeah, this is shit that everyone you should do anyways. And it is, I just track it. I just track it to make sure that I'm consistent with it. And then I'm doing it every day. So every day I do something, I go out of my way, um, to make my wife's life easier. Um, cause that's her love language. If you haven't read the book, the five love languages and you're in a relationship, I very much recommend you, uh, read that book, the five love languages. I don't know who, I can't remember who wrote it, but definitely listen to it. So the wife's, um, one of her love languages is acts of service. Um, so that's part of my daily habits. I try and do something every day and that just, it just makes her life easier. And plus it's a way that I show her that I love her. Um, and the next one's 30. So, so that's obviously the, the, um, the family side of it. Um, and I, there's another thing that I do as well, but it's very heavily focused on my wife because obviously she's the most important person in my life. Um, and if that's going good, then everything else is going good. Um, the next one's 30, so 30 minutes of self-development every day. Now, this covers my um, the finances for like the and also the business and personal finances side of it. Um, 30 minutes self-development, so whether I'm listening to like a podcast on finances, podcast on business growth, development, uh, but it's 30 minutes a day and I try and do that every day. And then um, the last one's date night, so I track how many date nights the wife and I have. Um, you know, and it doesn't mean going out for dinner. It just means, you know, maybe we sit down put the phones away, watch a movie together, have some popcorn, have a drink, whatever it is. Um, it's just specific time we're spending together. Um, so those are my habits that I track every day. Um, for the training in jiu-jitsu, obviously trying to do six a week, greens, messages, access service, and 30 minutes self-development, I try and do it every day. Um, and I, I track all this on my spreadsheet. Um, date night, I try and do once a week. Um, I track all this on my spreadsheet. So basically at the moment, I'll just quickly tell you, we're up to today the 20th of may so as of now i've done 112 training sessions for the year i've had my greens 110 times um you know obviously it's been a lot more days than that um what are we may, june so nearly halfway through yes so there's been a lot more days than that now um so i don't like i try and do these every day but sometimes obviously i miss days um, so greens, I'm at 110 so far for the year. Messages, I'm at 112. Uh, it's appreciation messages. Acts of service, I'm at 85. Um, and then 30 minutes self-development, I'm at 96. And then date nights, we're at 15 so far. Um, you know, and so with those date nights, obviously, you, you do spend more time together than that, but they're specific 
things are all like, oh, we're having a date night now. So that's just where I'm at so far for the year. And I just, I've been tracking that for, I know I'm on a bit of a tangent here, but that's fine. We'll get back on track in a second. Um, I've been tracking that since uh, 2017, I think I started. 2017, 2018. So I've been doing it. This is my sixth year now. Um, I don't have the stats from 2017 and 18, but from 2019, 20 to 21, um, I've pretty much seen an increase in everything. And that's all I try and do every year is try and beat the year before. Um, so that's my target for this year again is to beat last year's um, stats and then um, and then go from there and then next year beat this year. So that's basically what I do for my, for my daily habits. Um, went on a bit of a tangent there, but... Yeah, if you, want any, if you want any more information on my daily habits or what I do and why I do them, just let me know um, and I'll, I'll have a chat about it. So next one's from uh, Jamie Lee. What are the fitness requirements post-academy? For example, the Army have a physical fitness assessment to do every year. Uh, do the police have the same or is it basically on yourself to maintain your fitness to a reasonable standard? So... I won't talk about anywhere specific. I'll just speak generally speaking. Um, you will have to redo your fitness, your intake fitness test 12 to 24 months after graduation, depending on probation periods. That's just generally speaking. Um, if they do have ongoing fitness requirements, generally it's at a lower standard um, and not that great. And it and people do get out of it. It's not something that really holds a lot of weight. Um should they have ongoing fitness tests? Yes, I do believe they should. Um, but I think it should be tiered as per the military. So with the military, it's based on if you're a male and fe- or female and your age. Um, and people argue this, and I'm sure people are listening to this saying, no, it should be the same across the board. Um, yeah, it's the same job. Yes, it is. But everyone is built differently. Now, I'm talking about general duties just on the beat. I think it should be tiered for age um, and then sex as well. But, and, and I know guys are just stronger than females. Now, I, that's generally speaking. I know there's going to be females listening to this going, fuck off, I'm stronger than the guys at work. And you probably are, no doubt. And I'm sure like um, Susan, who's one of our clients that asked one of the questions before, I'm sure she's fucking 10 times stronger than most of the guys at her work. But I'm just speaking, generally speaking, if you grab 100 guys and 100 females, generally the 100 guys are going to have an average strength level that's well above the females, all right? Um, so yes, it should be based on different standards. Um, you know, to get into the job, oh, debatable. Yeah, it probably should be different standards again. Um, once you're in the job, those specific um, specific units um, that do require a higher level of fitness. Um, I think it should be the same level of fitness for everyone because your that level of fitness is representing that specific that specific job. So whether it's like SWAT or critical incident response team, special operations group, whatever it is, that should be the same level of fitness for everyone. Um, now, the problem is right. So if you bring in a fitness, a I think everyone should do their own fitness outside of work, anyways, but. If they do bring, if they did bring in an ongoing fitness requirement, I, I think they should allow people to train at work or give them some time to train at work. Um, but at the end of the day, you should keep up your own standard. Yes, being a shift worker, attending critical incidents, um, you know the stress that comes with it does make it hard. But at the end of the day, it takes a bit of discipline and resilience to increase your fitness. Now, 
it is bad. It is bad to think you don't want to be a liability, right? So it is bad to think that maybe you don't go home at the end of the day because your level of fitness is subpar or is poor. And even more so on top of that, what is worse is if your partner doesn't go home at the end of the day because your fucking level of fitness is poor. It's just something to think about, okay? You don't want to be a liability. And if you want to be a liability to yourself, that's fine. But at the end of the day, you're a liability to everyone else. So just something to think about. Like I don't, you know, you, and I know, you know, people got stuff going on, etc. But, you know, it's just, I would hate, I'm never one to let the team down. And so I would hate to think that someone else got injured or someone else couldn't go home at the end of the day because my level of fitness is fucking poor. Okay. And there's plenty of coppers out there that your level of fitness makes you a fucking liability. Okay. So you do not want to be that person. And if you are that person, have a look in the mirror, be honest with yourself and go, okay. And that's what I spoke about before. Okay. This is who I am now. All right. Who do I need to become? to be the person that I want to be and to achieve the results that I want to achieve. You know, it's not, it's, um, it's not good enough to be a liability. And there's a lot of coppers that fucking shouldn't be on the road and shouldn't be operational. If you ask you my honest opinion. Um, yeah, so that's just my opinion on that. Okay. So last question is from Veronica. Um, Good question. I have not covered this one. Okay. I travel a lot for work. Last night I was in Warrnambool, the night before Hamilton, and tomorrow I'm off to Burwood. I get that I can do push-ups, sit-ups, etc. in my room, but do you have any tips for someone who is going against the grain? In my case, as a female with goals, but anyone really. The boys go to the bottle shop, then the pub, have a counter meal, then back for more drinks. Do you have any advice for someone that wants to fit in with the culture but doesn't really want to keep up with it? Um... Yes, I do. You, and I understand, I do understand that wanting to feel like you're a part of the crew, feel like you're a part of the team and that team building. And I, and I believe that's, especially when you're working in a small team going away together, I think that's fucking massively important. So that the whole like going out, have a counter together, you know, if you do drink and you feel like a drink, have a drink, like don't feel like you need to drink, but if you do want to have a drink, have a drink with them. Like, hang out with them. They're your work colleagues. You've got to have each other's back. You're working away in a small team away from your family. So for that time being, they are your family. So yes, fit in, but there are things you can do outside of that to maintain your fitness and you don't have to keep up with them to fit in. Okay. It's something you need to remember. You don't have to keep up with them to fit in. That's what you were talking about there. You know, you, you know, you want to fit in you want to fit in with that culture. And I don't think, I think you've asked the question a little bit wrong there, or maybe you might've got your words slightly mixed up. So you say you want to fit in with a culture, but you don't really want to keep up with it. You don't, that is the culture that, that you're saying that going to have a drink, have a cannery, going back to have more drinks. That's the culture. You don't want to, you don't want to fit in with that culture. You want to fit in with the team, but not that culture. And you don't want to keep up with them, which is fine, but you just got to understand that. Okay, that's there's two different things. So go out, have the cannery. That's awesome. Hang out with them, bond with them. Okay, but don't feel like you need to keep drinking to keep up with them. 
um, to be able to be a part of the team. And one thing you can do is like plan shit for the next day to force yourself into not drinking as much or going to bed earlier. So, and you know, no one's going to give a fucking shit. Like we think people care, but they don't. You know, if you're, you go have your countery, go back, have a drink or two, gets to 9 p.m. You go, hey guys, I'm going to fucking hit the sack. We've got to get up at 5 a.m. and do a run. Cool. They might, they might, someone might have a sniper. Yeah. Might be like, oh, fucking, oh, look at you go, Mrs. Fitness. Like, but no one really fucking cares. And they're just saying that because they're insecure about their own level of fitness. Um, you know, and you might find someone might join you in the run. Who knows? But I understand that wanting to fit in and, you know, you can, you can still fit in without keeping up with them. Um, just go go have the cannery, hang out with them, have a beer if you want to have a beer. Don't feel like you have to drink. You don't have to drink. Like, you know, it's it is going away from that. Um, and just plan, just plan things and plan your training around it and make sure that you can still get your training in. But um, yeah, you can still you can still fit in with the crew, you can still be a part of the team without going without going off the rails or trying to trying to keep up with them. You know, if they say, Oh, we're going. Yeah, we're going to the pub for a countery at seven. We're going to have some pre-drinks beforehand. Yeah, cool. I'll meet you at the pub at seven. I'm just going for a quick run. Like, no one fucking cares. I used to do that all the time in the army. Like, on the Friday night, we'd go out drinking. Actually, we'd go out drinking every night. But <laughs> if anyone that's listening to the ex-military knows fucking exactly what I'm talking about. Um, but, yeah, on a Friday night, I'd, I'd purposely, I'd, I'd rock up late to the drinks because I, I'd go train first. I'd go get my session in. And then I'd go, I'd go drinking afterwards. And, you know, maybe... If I'm being honest, maybe I was just training arms and wearing a tight shirt because it was Friday night and I was trying to pick up. Maybe. Or maybe I was just working on my fitness. Who knows? You know, debatable. But, you know, have those, have the plan around it and understand like you don't, don't feel like you need to keep up with them or to drink all the time with them to fit in because you fucking definitely don't. Okay. Run your own race. Still be a team member. Still bond with them. Still go out for dinner with them. Do all those things that you would normally do. But don't feel like you need to be drinking or keeping up with them or fitting in with that culture to be a part of the crew because because at the end of the day you don't and no one's gonna think any less of you if you want to go for a run or you're gonna stop drinking early because you're gonna go for a run early or whatever. It's just you you just think they are and you're you're putting that on yourself. No one else is putting that on you. Um, it's just we just put that put that image on ourselves. Okay, so something to think about there. Great question. It's not something I've covered yet. Um, so just to wrap it up. Applications open again on Monday, so I'll drop a link in the show notes below. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Police Fit Podcast. Now, I'm going to ask you to do what everyone else asks you to do as well. Can you please subscribe, like, and share the podcast? The more people we can get it in front of, the more people we can help. Now, on that too, if you've got any questions at all, please shoot me a message on Facebook. I'll cover it off in the podcast. I'll give you the most amount of information that I can. And please, if you need help with your fitness, training, mindset, anything, please reach out and ask me. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to help you out. You just need to ask. Thanks, guys.